watched Framing Britney? I haven't, no. Not yet, no. Oh, Is it good? It would, it's, it's, it's a hard to watch, as you would expect it to be. And it also frames it in a way that, like, it was totally understandable what she did. Like, she was yeah. angry. She didn't want people to touch her. But all the way before that as well, so, like, when she first starts in the industry and she's 16 or, like, around that age, and there's, like, grown men interviewing her, asking if she's got, like, breast implants and asking her about her boobs and stuff and making jokes about them. And she's just, like... Yikes. No, no, I don't. But um, if people want to do what they want, they can do what they want. Yeah. We she moved. is like shockingly unproblematic. She just loves God and the gays. God and the gays, honestly. Yep. The two Gs. The two, two Gs. Gs. Double God Gs. Gays, bless her hardworking gal. I definitely want to watch it. Like it's, I mean, I know like a little bit about the whole conservatorship uh, abuse. Well, alleged abuse. We can't really say that, can we? <laughs> I mean, it's well, you know. We could talk from, more, like, more broadly about conservatorship abuse. Like, that definitely happens. Yeah. And there's yeah. been loads of cases of that happening. I think, as well, like, just from. I mean, at the time, you, you just think, like, I, I'll admit that at the time when it was all happening, like, her whole 2007 breakdown, um, I thought, oh my God, she's, she's not okay. Um, mm. And it was, it was like, the way that the media portrayed her and the way that people would talk about her you just thought yeah she's just she's just off a nut like she's just yeah. crazy and then now you look back and you think oh my god like that poor well that poor girl that poor woman she was still mm. very young at the time she was like 24 i think when she had her first two kids or well not when she had the first two kids but when she had she was yeah, around that like, age wasn't she yeah she was quite young yeah and you think the amount of, I mean, the way the media treat celebrities, well, female celebrities in particular as well, is like just ridiculous. But her, I, I saw, I think it was like a, a tweet or something. So obviously it's not um, fact checked, but it was, it was something along the lines of the magazines would pay paparazzi to get a picture of britney spears and it would be something like it would it would go out for like hundreds of thousands of of dollars and hence why there was just so many people well in the in the like in the film they talk to paparazzi like the the, the man you know she'd be um somebody's car up with an umbrella because yeah. he was he'd been following her for days they interview that man that it was his car and he was the paparazzi and he was like yeah she'd never said to us that she didn't want it and then the director says except on all the videos that you filmed of her when she asks you to stop in all of them and he's like yeah but she didn't ask us to like stop altogether like the way they justified it yeah. was fucking insane like he was just like yeah I don't see anything wrong with what I did like she's famous yeah I mean I remember like I used to watch those it was it's not a good thing to watch obviously because it kind of fuels it but oh didn't we all we all did the videos of like even when Miley Cyrus was being papped and there were times when she would go up to them and say like you know can you stop following me please mm. my I've got all your license plate numbers I've contacted the police like you need to just leave me alone for the rest of the day mm. even when she's being polite and they justify it by saying <coughs> well, I've got family, I've got kids, I need to feed them, I need to do... And it's being selective Cognitive about dissonance. your morals and... Exactly. And you just think... I mean, Britney was very young, but even, like, all the Disney stars, they they had that... All those paparazzi after them. And it's, like, grown men following around 16-year-olds or even sometimes even God, younger some of them are than younger. That. Yeah, God, think of how young Miley was when she started. Yeah. And they just would pap them at any chance that they could. But can you imagine, like... At, at 13 14 whatever years old and having a grown man like follow you you'd be terrified you'd be terrified it's 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 stalking and the fact that they can do it i mean some celebrities fuel it don't they they actually let them know where they are and what time they're going to be there and stuff for publicity mm -hmm. but the majority of the time i'm sure it's not warranted 
Eva Wiseman in The Observer today said, examining again the story of Brittany leads us to examining again our responses to the girl at school whose boyfriend said she was crazy and the new mother who cried at work. These stories shaped us, our understanding of femaleness, sex and power, and reconsidering the life of a person like Britney Spears, we had the chance to reconsider our own uh, last well-lit paths to adulthood, to motherhood, to divorce, to freedom. Apparently the director, Samantha Stark, said that they're planning on a sequel. I know it was done with journalists from the New York Times. They said that this one, they wanted to focus on her dad. But then for the next one, they want to focus on like the people around her dad and the people that helped him put into place the conservatorship or even you know all the other people that make money off it yeah but you think as well I I can't imagine the amount of trauma as well that she's probably experienced even now with all with it all kind of coming to light more like even if the the best case scenario was that the conservatorship ended and she was like completely in control of everything her life and you know like her her kids her finances everything like how does she adjust to that yeah how does anyone like it's almost I mean I don't want to compare it so extremely but it just almost feels like people coming back from war you know they're just not used to normal society or even I mean celebrities are coming out of prison or coming out of prison you're not adjusted to that social normality what then i'm sure it doesn't just stop there she's got a lot of adjusting adjustments to make Mm. speaking of uh, like polarizing public figures have you seen that ann robinson's about to join countdown she's going to be taken over as the main host yes and i'm buzzing I'm buzzing. Um, but have I'm you buzzing. seen some of the people online on Twitter talking about how um, inappropriate it is when, you know, when you look back at all old Weakest Link clips and she's like, she's very cutting. Like she says yeah. things that are like really close to the bone uh, that probably, you know, you wouldn't be allowed to say on TV now um, or you wouldn't risk saying it for fear of backlash. The other argument is that people consented to that by going on the show like they knew they were going to get read by Anne and that's kind of why they went on you like yeah. it's it's like going to a, a drag show like where you know you sit in the front row or a comedian you go and sit in the front row you know that you're probably going to oh, be yeah. made fun of that's kind it's, of but you're aware of it before you go yeah it's like naked attraction you know that you're <laughs> going to be naked on tv you know that like your mum and dad are going to see your your bits your bits, your bits. Um, maybe your nan <laughs> oh god nan the nan so will definitely like, watch yeah nan, oh yeah of course it was t- tell the people in church it's like look <laughs> nan's a she pure was, filth look, they were on TV. <laughs> she was she was like i'm gonna have to stop watching that week yes. like, normally i do watch <laughs> <laughs> she's like i'm just gonna leave it out of my my tv dinner this uh this week <laughs> i know someone that said um she was like yeah i really want to go on i've applied and i've heard back from them but my dad doesn't know i'm a lesbian <laughs> <laughs> oh my god love that that's, that's just like, such a mood that's such a mood <laughs> oh my god i mean the thing with like Anne robinson again you could say that about any tv show i mean do you remember, have you seen all the clips going around of um that that fat tv show you remember the the i don't know his name um dr christian no, um, super, super size super skinny um, yeah that's the one the one no 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 the the one that's like watch out fatties <gasps> yes the lord police are here Fat families on sky one me and yes. my mum used to watch that it was on sky one and bear in mind i was a very fat child so i was very uncomfortable watching it but also <laughs> i couldn't miller. stop steve, steve miller. miller yeah i'm a bit i'll be honest with you the marketing behind that show was genius do you know how like when they revisited the family they called that second helpings and i'm like so good <laughs> I mean, I hate the concept and like the, the portrayal of the people in it is terrible, but like props to the person who actually thought of that program. It's yeah. fucking genius. It, again, it's it's like, it's fitting for that that time. Like, God forbid you would never have a show like that out now. It, it's that whole thing of like society setting you up to have thick skin. So you yeah. go out in the real world and you sort your life out. <laughs> when really it just gives people like mental health issues and trauma. <laughs> I think there was a British version of The Biggest Loser, wasn't there? I'm pretty sure yeah, Davina, was Davina McCall the host, or have I imagined I think, I that? I think so, yeah. That sounds but, right. 
there's loads of stories of at least from the American one because again I think for certain issues certain social issues whether we believe it or not like America has been a bit more progressive or at least open to talking about these things you know like the horror stories that have come out of people with PTSD from going on the biggest loser and how you know it left them with bulimia and allegedly obviously I'm not accusing the TV show of it but like definitely how could how could something that extreme not contribute to poor mental health especially when if you do want if you do have a lot of weight to lose like the best thing you can do is lose it like really slowly and gradually yeah you don't harm yourself I think because I think that's the whole thing the actual premise of the show is like who can lose the most weight but Mm. that's just not how it works everybody's body is different different metabolic rates like you know how many calories each person consumes like it just Mm. all depends on the person so you could go on that show and work twice as hard as somebody else work twice as hard and just based on the on on biology and science and your personal like health you'll never win the show you could like you say you could work twice as hard and it just wouldn't it wouldn't work out for you so but then I also um really love Gillian Michaels (laughs) Of course. I used to do her 30 day shred. Like, well, was she on was she uh, the biggest loser? Is it is it am I thinking of the right person? No, Ju- is it Julia Michaels? No, Julia Michaels is a singer. Oh. Yeah, Hold she on. did um, that issues. Is it George Michaels? <laughs> yeah, it's George Michaels. It's, I, I do his um his 30 I'm day said shred. He, I'm said he's 30 day shred. Julia <laughs> Michaels is Julia Michaels. Michaels. Who's really um, good? Um Charlotte Corsi Belly Bits. I'm just gonna say that. I I bought that DVD Ooh. but got like the downloadable version on iTunes and yeah, yeah it's it is it's a tough workout to be fair I need one that isn't like high impact because I'm a um second floor flat so I don't want to like go through the floor is yeah. there do you have any recommendations for someone who lives in a flat and doesn't want to be too loud for the downstairs neighbor like what what are good ones that won't like you're not jumping up and down, but you're still doing um, lots. We fit. <laughs> <laughs> Run around the island. Um, I I recommend there's, I mean, there's YouTube videos now um, that mm. if you type in like Apartment home, home workout, workout yeah, yeah, and it's like no jumping, no burpees oh, or anything like that. But there's mm. also, um, you can do like strength training, and as your warm up, rather than like jogging on the spot where it's going to make loads of noise, you can do like like mountain climbers or do like ooh, um, I know walkouts. them. They're the spicy. Yeah, those ones, aren't they? Yeah, but you like you put your you put your hands on the floor and you like do it in almost like plank. <sighs> oh, love that. Um, but obviously you're not making you're not jumping around and stuff, and then it warms you up enough that you can do like your weights or your your squats ooh. or whatever but you're not doing like loads of jumping about. Have you thought about being a personal trainer? <laughs> Everybody follow my Instagram fitness page, Ashfit. Ashfit. <laughs> Ashfit UK. Ashfit. <laughs> Ashfit. You want to get fit? Get fit with Ash. <laughs> underscore, underscore UK underscore um, GB underscore. <laughs> underscore. Uh, British flag. British <laughs> <laughs> Underscore English rose. <laughs> underscore rose underscore made in carlisle born in the royal navy or whatever it's called <laughs> born in carlisle raised in the royal navy of course. <laughs> love that really inspired me to join the navy another um like really ridiculous british tradition that i hate and love is we've i think i've talked about it before but i don't know if you've all been on there but there's a facebook page and um they've got a twitter as well called angry people in local newspapers and the best one that i saw this week was like the photo was a man looking like he was fuming you know he's doing a bit of compo face i mean i think he wanted compo from freeview yeah um because i'm just gonna read the headline freeview fury as area of beverly unable to watch dave on tv Dave I mean, the Channel. Dave the Channel, yeah. Oh, my, I, there was this thing I saw before similar to that where it was like this elderly couple and um, he was like, on the photo, so he was holding up like this bill for the thing 
and it was like elderly couple shockingly finds porn debited to their account and because just, they've been watching porn and it's just that the, the man just in the corner mm. he's, he's got like forty thousand pounds worth a month worth of only fan subscriptions like they forgot to cancel after the trial <laughs> his face is like oh i guess uh yeah yeah it's really bad that someone else has done this. i've Literally. been defrauded definitely not me amanda amanda i would never amanda never. Th- <laughs> 40 years of marriage 40 years of marriage I'd never be watching the porn So man around and everything I just don't do it Amanda 40 years of marriage And I never get tired of your tits (laughs) (laughs) That's romantic It isn't it Poetic I hope one day Someone looks at me (laughs) It's Chaucer (laughs) The final ridiculous story For us to talk about Was Um Boris Johnson's tunnel to connect Northern Ireland, Scotland and England via a roundabout under the Isle of Man. So in a leaked document today, um, that's his plan. I mean, if if there's any way that I can get my soda bread quicker, mm. I'm all for it. That's true. Yeah. So One quick thing, though. Why not add Wales to that list? So it's basically saying, like, let's totally buy... I mean, it's ridiculous. Surely that can never happen. But apparently it's a lot more serious than we think. I mean, he was being serious. I don't think you could do that. No. But um, It's longer than the Channel Tunnel. Yeah, and I don't understand because the Channel Tunnel doesn't make a difference compared to... Like a ferry. Going by ferry yeah. or going by tunnel is the same legally. So I don't really get that. And also, like, it just seems like a way of bypassing, like, Hollyhead as a Mm. port and screwing Wales. From my, like, looking at Google Maps and measuring by fingers, (laughs) I can tell. It's it's too many fingers and everything. You could could probably get to London on the fingers. I've been putting my fingers on the map and everything. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I... Yeah, it's it's weird how it's it's like the tunnels that are only connecting Northern Ireland, England, Scotland, when Scotland and Wales are obviously connected to Close England. Closer, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, like the closest ports to Northern Ireland are probably Holyhead and and I suppose Liverpool as well, but like Scotland as well. Scotland's quite geographically close to Northern Ireland, isn't it? Yeah, but then the ferry, the ferry ports in the only ferry port I know in Northern Ireland that transports like majorly is Belfast. Who who bloody knows? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just anything that involves Northern Ireland just is opening a can of worms. Has anybody seen the announcement of bag of chips going on the Celebrity Circle? No. No. Do you know? So because it's the Celebrity Edition, they can you know you can pretend to be someone else. But you pretend to be another celebrity. Bag of chips is going in the circle as Kim Woodburn. I mean, who wouldn't want to be Kim? Imagine, imagine you being in the circle and it's Kim, and you're talking to Kim Woodburn. I'd be like, she's my top top number one friend. She's my number one, time. yeah, um, influencer <laughs> of the week. It gives me such nostalgia when I think of like how clean is your house with Kim it's and Aggie. So good, wasn't it? And Kim always had the gloves, but they had all the oh, feathers yeah. and everything. She always made her gloves like she basically like bedazzled. Them. Do you know why I loved it? Because it was like, you know, like things like DIY SOS and changing rooms, they were so unattainable because the end result was so gorgeous. But like how mm. clean is your house was just like, yeah, it could, it looks like your house, but nice and clean. Like that was, <laughs> there was something really like, it was like attainable about that. You know, all you need is just bicarbonate of soda and some and, lemon. And a bottle of Diet Coke to and pull a down of the bog. <laughs> And a, and a wet wipe and, and you're sorted. If this podcast still isn't quenching your thirst, then grab a straw and slurp up all the content over on Instagram and Twitter at MyTwoCentsPod. And don't forget to use the hashtag MyTwoCents if you'd like to interact with us or anyone else listening to the podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. We want your agony out letters, so send them to us anonymously via Instagram, email us at mytwocentspod at gmail.com or slide right into our DMs on Twitter. If you want your submission read out on the podcast, we'll do our best to give our two cents. You see that thing on TikTok with the, um, like the cocoa powder and the fact that it's like this weird thing where you can tap it and it takes the water out of it? Yeah. Like <gasps> what? Yeah, yeah. It's like Hershey's cocoa powder, Hershey's hot chocolate powder, whatever it is. Mm. And they put um they 
put their spoon in it and obviously it's like a, a little hill of whatever chocolate mm. and then they what do they do they they just like put in the milk yeah, so they, yeah. dip it in the milk bring it back up like literally just dip it mm. and then what is it they do sim put it under the tap like no, no don't they like tap it or something like... yeah yeah they like tap it and like basically it's just like, ew it's just like a layer of milk like on top of the powder so when you tap it it goes back to just powder wild mad so i i had this um youtube video in my recommended feed last week and it just it sparked my curiosity and it was essentially um somebody um his name is somebody his he's like quite a, a popular youtuber his name's nathaniel drew i mean i've personally yeah. i've never heard of him but he came up on my feed um he creates these really never even heard of him. like his his quality like his video content is like pre, like you would pay premium price <laughs> like if you've gone on like netflix or something it, it was like a netflix documentary 13.99 a month yeah basically <laughs> and um he tried pablo picasso's daily routine and did it for a week picasso was in the painter yeah as in the french painter was he french i don't know I mean, he lived in, yeah he lived in paris didn't he um and basically he tried his routine just to see like difference between you know how we've all got there's this kind of like sense of morning routines you have to get up at like six o'clock in the morning yeah and like do, give thanks to all of your individual socks yeah you do like a morning ritual you know you thank the sun that you're awake and like <laughs> you drink water like gallons of it and then you have a workout for two hours and then you, and then you piss for three hours you piss for three <laughs> <laughs> and then you like do work well pablo picasso's routine he didn't get up till 11 o'clock like in oh the morning God. and then um I already stand this legend. Isn't it? It's great. He spent then, I think, like four hours just hanging out with friends. That's so going juicy. To, going to meet people, have coffee, whatever. And then he basically doesn't start doing any work until like five o'clock. So he'll do like two blocks of work. So he'll do maybe like five o'clock till 11 o'clock. And then he'll have something to eat and then he'll oh work from midnight until three o'clock because that's when he found he was his, at his most creative or that is wow. his most productive. And then he would just repeat the cycle and get up at 11, do his little morning socializing. And do you stuff. know, a part of me gets that because like, that's the time of night where like you don't have distractions because everything yeah. slows down and stops for the most part so like there's not loads of things going on nobody's calling and texting like there's nowhere for you to be there's not going to be much traffic like I mean I don't know if that makes that much difference but that makes that makes a lot of sense to me yeah and I think it's like I just found it really interesting how you would expect somebody like that who had the level of success that he had i mean i know most of it was kind of after he died but um you don't need to have this kind of like stringent like it seemed like just a very like blase routine he, he didn't have any kind of feeling of needing to work all day because oh, he, love that. yeah yeah and he was only maybe working for eight hours he was doing an eight hour like shift but just at a different time <laughs> yeah he's doing the night shift people look down on anybody who's not slaving away for big corporations <laughs> as if that's like yeah. something to aspire to or that that's something like there's something morally virtuous about working yourself to dust yeah or even that kind of sense of like there's nothing wrong with getting up at 11 o'clock for example mm. you can just say now well picasso didn't get up till 11 and look how successful he was i find that i'm more productive in like the late like afternoon evening time mm. like i like working at that time or like doing uni work or whatever and in the day i just don't feel as um i just don't feel as focused as focused yeah mm um so i just thought it was interesting that i mean he did it and 
um i think what he got from it was that um i mean he has a different routine he likes getting up in the morning he was very open to the whole routine Mm. but he prefers getting up in the morning but he actually liked the fact that he was just spending his evening painting like the the guy who actually did the routine Nathaniel he is a painter like as it's like his hobby but he's also a writer and all that jazz he just thought Picasso's routine because he only painted it was very like this routine fits somebody who kind of has like one has that one focused like vocation it doesn't matter what time of day you do it like if you're doing it you're being you're you're being productive and like for him he just said you know, I've done it for a couple of days and what I've decided to do because he's a writer and he also creates like content for YouTube, but he does paint in his spare time because mm. I think his mother's an artist. Um, So we got it from her. That's so, so gorgeous. It's so cute in it. And like, he's actually really cute too. Hey. <laughs> um, Like he'll spend, he'll do that morning part of the routine where he like goes and gets a coffee goes for a walk does like very leisurely things the best part of the day the like best doing part. things like that yeah and then like when it gets around to that time nearer the evening he just sections it off so he'll do like dedicate three hours to writing three hours to editing and then the rest of the night he'll paint he found that more productive for him mm-hmm. but he's again he was like i'm just proving the point that everybody's routine is different and there's no right or wrong way of doing it essentially Mm. and you've got to like try things out to find yours yeah exactly i think you know it's just a shame that we all kind of are are stuck around that nine to five Mm. this is when you should work obviously everybody's profession is different so going back to like the like picasso's routine he didn't go to bed till maybe three o'clock but getting up at 11 still meant that he got eight hours i do highly recommend the actual video itself because it's it's a really good video and it's it's just interesting it's not like you know american eats japanese candy do you know what i mean it's like (laughs) there's there's some substance we'll put it in the show notes so anybody that wants to watch it can click in the description of this podcast to see 100 percent. i recommend let's do it If this podcast still isn't quenching your thirst, then grab a straw and slurp up all the content over on Instagram and Twitter at MyTwoCentsPod. And don't forget to use the hashtag MyTwoCents if you'd like to interact with us or anyone else listening to the podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. We want your agony out letters, so send them to us anonymously via Instagram, email us at mytwocentspod at gmail.com or slide right into our DMs on Twitter. If you want your submission read out on the podcast, we'll do our best to give our two cents. Um, who's got a concept? What are you pitching us this week? Are you ready for this? You've got <laughs> a TV show called A Bunch of Kents. It's a Ninja Warrior style TV show where Princess Michael of Kent and Catherine Kent, Duchess of Kent, face it off against each other to see who is, like, the true Kent. <laughs> I-, I knew who Princess Michael of Kent was because she was the one who wore the eye patch. I'm just, like, obsessed with her. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know anything about this bitch, but I want to know everything. The aesthetic. <laughs> Catherine yeah. Kent, the Duchess of Kent, used to work as a music... Well, I think she might still work as a music teacher. Wow. And she's, Love like, that. this um, person. But, yeah, they call her... Princess like Michael of Kent. Do you like jazz, lady? <laughs> you teach Literally. jazz. Just in like a comp? I don't know, actually. I think it's like a primary school, possibly. Do you know what's weird? People were, I was talking to somebody about like um, comps and what are they called? Grammar schools and stuff. We don't have that in Wales, do we? So I've never understood when people were talking about it, what the fuck it meant. What comp? Yeah. I went to a comp. Really? Oh, yeah. Because all schools in Wales are comps. We don't have grammar oh, schools, oh, and we don't we don't have grammar schools. We don't have academies. I know that um, when my mum was younger, they had they have grammar schools in Northern Ireland. So she she'll like never let you forget that she got it. They had they had to do a test, and obviously, if you've passed the test, you go to grammar school. If not, you just go to the comp. Know, the comp, which was so funny because my auntie went to comp. So my mum never lets her live it down, like that she went to grammar school and then she went to comp. Honestly, the drama, Mick. I just love it. The so drama. I discovered <laughs> Lady Lou. she yeah. used to teach at a primary school 
and her favourite types of music are rap and Dido. I mean, those two opposite ends of the spectrum well, that I love. I'm guessing her favourite song is uh, that Eminem song that features Dido. <laughs> Maybe that's the only song she likes. That's why she just <laughs> wasn't in that. Her favourite Dido song is Thank You from the movie Sliding Doors. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Do you know what? Somebody keeps... I, something I listen to, they always talk about Sliding Doors, but I've never seen the film, so I, I don't know what it's about. I think the... I mean, I've never seen it, but I think the concept is like what would happen if this happened what would happen if this happened and they kind of like what did you say (laughs) patios Patios. yeah it's about patios it's actually about like um a conservatory salesman (laughs) and he's just trying to sell he's just trying to hit targets that's that's all it is no but i think it's it's just like like an interwoven thing about like what would happen if this happened and what would happen if this happened Uh. You see both sides of it. Do you want to know how I knew that? How? <laughs> I don't remember the name of the musical, but there was like a touring musical that went around that um I think like Gary Barlow did the music. The one that George Sampson was in. Uh um oh, what's uh, it I don't called? Know. Was he the little dancer off Britain's Got Talent? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that singing in the rain dance singing with lorraine singing with lorraine yeah Kelly. our house it was it was um music from madness oh that well-known gary barlow that i don't know why i said gary barlow it's, he's got nothing to do with it oh good um i was thinking of his mum's summer home um <laughs> how i really want it um <laughs> no it was like music from madness but the actual concept of the musical was like they always said it's a bit like sliding doors which is oh, wow. essentially like what would happen if you made this choice or what would happen if you made this choice. It was a really long-winded explanation of something that none of us have seen. So we've got Hose. It's a a, uh, a sitcom about um, <laughs> like Amish farmers. So you'd get like Melissa McCarthy to play every single character and they'd just talk about, oh, classic Amish things, you know. She'd be Do you great. remember um, Weird Al Yankovic did... Uh... An the parody family. song yeah. of Gangster's Paradise, and it was called Amish Paradise. He could do a little cameo. He could do the theme song. I just love it. <laughs> Top of the crops, a competitive bake-off slash flower fight slash sewing like Great British Sewing Bee style reality show, where farmers produce the best crop based on the weekly themes. So one week you'll have Potato Week, then you'll have Coffee Week, coffee. <laughs> you'll have the infamous Wheat Week. Um, Infamous, <laughs> hosted by Alan Titty Marsh, and oh my God, Siri, shut up! <laughs> what, who, who, who's the voice of your Siri? Uh, just some guy. I've got Irish woman. <laughs> oh, I, Irish. I, I would rather have Irish woman to be honest. The guy's really condescending. Derek on the hosting. street. Who's hosting? Oh, um, Alan Titty Marsh, <laughs> and of course. Ben Ben Fogler. Ben Fogel. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't like him, and I don't know why. I just get big Tory vibes. Oh, because I think that's unfair. I, that's probably unfair of me. Um, talk us through the next one. Least. I love the next one. Uh, so we've got Derek on the street. So this is again. I just rip off everyone else's TV shows, but this is the format of <laughs> this is the format of Billy on the street, but instead it's Derek Barry and he's drunk. And he's trotting around Cardiff Queen Street asking people if they know who Trixie Lattel is. Because <laughs> oh we all God. know from that infamous video. Do you remember no, that iconic yes. photo of the gal walking down um, St. Mary Street after mm. a night out with um, walking towards the taxi rank with um, McDonald's bags on her feet and her high heels in her hand? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking legend. I love her so much. I think about that picture all the time. I just think whoever she is, she's fantastic. Well, we've been talking. I've come up with another idea. Talk us through. It's called Jim and Tonic. Oh my God. So you get Jimmy Carr or Jimmy Barr, whatever you (laughs) prefer. He takes a celebrity out for like a pub and they literally just get slashed. The, The questions get juicier and juicier the more drunk they get. God, can you, can you imagine how many careers would be ended? 
I have a spin-off idea for that. Go on. So just on the topic of Jimmy Barr, it's the Jimmy Barr show where Jimmy Carr Mm -hmm. every week is documented um, studying for his bar exam. Love that. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. Perhaps they could do it in a different... Barista, where he trains to be... Yeah, to work in Starbucks. That's Listen, fantastic. Jimmy, we've got you covered for the we've next got you 20 covered. years. We do. Get in touch. Please do. We, um, give us my two cents pod at gmail.com, Jimmy. But yeah, well, you could do it where it's in like a different pub each week. So the celebrity who you're interviewing. He travels takes, to their takes city. Jimmy. Yeah, he travels to their local. I love that. This is a good concept. And you can experience the relationship that celebrity has with their local landlord. I already can just picture Joanne Lumley being a delight. It doesn't even have to be a pub, it can be a bar. Who would he come to Cardiff for? Who um, would be the Cardiff celebrity? Gareth Thomas, the lucky <laughs> player, probably. Take him to Mary's. Take him to... <laughs> probably. Because <laughs> wow, shit Take him now. to Wow Deli. Okay. <laughs> wow Deli's been gone a long time. <laughs> yeah. You're really showing your age there, Ash, come on. Yeah. Do you remember Did when we, um, we took some straights to Wow? health rating. Marcia. Yeah, and Marcia, we went to karaoke at Wow. And, um, and I, I had to leave because somebody poured an entire pint on my lap and it felt like I'd wet myself. <gasps> I mean... Do you remember yeah, that? I, mean, yeah. I do actually remember that. Yeah. Iconic. That was a fun night. My t- trousers smelled like beer for weeks. Oh, did I wash them? Wash them? <laughs> I did, no, I did wash them. I did wash them. But this is, you know... He's like, no, I just washed it. But in the uni I went to, it was £3 to do a wash and £2 to do a dry. It's a circuit yeah. Um, You could look on the app and see if there were washing machines available. So I feel like it probably was. But you had to put actual money in the washing machine. Yeah. We, well, we, had, that, we had that circuit laundry, which was literally like £5 just to do one wash. <gasps> and I remember it got to the point where like I didn't have any money to wash my clothes. So I would just turn everything inside out, even my knickers. Even my knickers and everything. Even my knickers. And I know that's so gross. I started I washing stuff in my sink. I started buying liquid detergent and washing stuff in my sink and hanging it up to dry in the shower. And it actually did work really well. Yeah. Probably should have done that, really. I was going, I was working in retail as well at the time. I had some musty <laughs> Going <knick-nacks>. in stinking. <laughs> Ooh. Musty nicks. Musty nicks. Smelling. Oh, I was smelling Ooh, them. I've had another idea. Just instead of having Ant and Dex Saturday night takeaway, it's just Ant and Dex takeaway. Well, they set up a takeaway <laughs> restaurant, <laughs> and they just and they just like if they build up a restaurant franchise. Well, oh they're doing really well, aren't they, at the moment with Santander? I know, but they're not. The thing is, on the thing Ant- on the show, Ant- 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 they're not allowed to not allowed to hire a chef for like. The first few months at the restaurant, so they have to cook everything. I like that plan. <laughs> and would it be in Newcastle, like on a Friday night, following them, like before the drunk people coming in asking for cheesy chips? It'd yeah, probably be in like Millionaire's Row in Hampstead Heath. If anyone's listening <laughs> from Newcastle, send us in and tell us what like the the speciality is for like after a night out because it's different in different places, isn't it? It is. Mm. What would the, what's the Cardiff one? Probably like. Isn't it curry sauce and cheese? Yeah, chips, chips cheese, curry. curry chips, cheese, curry, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do like that. It makes sense. I like chips, cheese and gravy. I was um, well bougie. There was There's a really cheap chippy that does falafels on um, Caroline Street in Cardiff where you could get your chips covered in tahini sauce. Do you remember the falafel wrap that we had on Chippy Lane? Of course. Or Chip Alley, whatever you want to call it. I don't um, make the rules. From Ritana. yeah. With the sesame Amazing. sauce. Ooh. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, sesame sauce, that's tahini. That's what I just said and everything. Yeah, I knew. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. You didn't have to out me that. like that. Don't fucking out me. <laughs> you just near crashed into me. <laughs> <To> me. <laughs> While we recover from that accident, shall we take a break? Yeah, let's do it. If this podcast still isn't quenching your thirst, then grab a straw and slurp up all the content over on Instagram and Twitter at MyTwoCentsPod. And don't forget to use the hashtag MyTwoCents if you'd like to interact with us or anyone else listening to the podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. 
We want your agony out letters. So send them to us anonymously via Instagram, email us at mytwocentspod at gmail.com or slide right into our DMs on Twitter. If you want your submission read out on the podcast, we'll do our best to give our two cents. Dear My Two Cents podcast, long-time listener, first-time messenger, big fan of all things Two Cents and love your weekly chats. My dilemma is that I'm a big RuPaul's Drag Race fan and on a daily, yes, daily, I find myself having to explain the concept of the show to my partner, family, friends and colleagues for them to be mildly confused. I am so tired of having to do this. <laughs> Please, can you give me some advice or maybe a little explainer? One pager, I can hand it out to everyone I meet and it'll save me the trouble. Anonymous. <laughs> well, no, they put their name. We're allowed to say the Oh, name. we can say Ellen. That's fine. Thanks for your message, Ellen. Thank you. Well, it's a tricky one, isn't it? When you're explaining the concept of the show, it's naturally going to invite a lot more questions. Mm um spinning and swirling um miming uh, rhyming rhyming yeah um disco timing driving flapping slapping um baseball batting baseball batting yeah um uh, fracking fracking oh and the fracking oh you mean you mean the fracking most iconic I would say take everything that we've just said and mm. distill it put your own spin on it yeah um, I mean she wants a little explainer I think that was like a novel it's a tv show where men and trans people dress up as women and do sport and have chats and cry and drink that's alcohol. pretty good yeah tip for them is when they watch their first app you can always spot who's going home by whose sub story is portrayed on that episode of course mm. sub story sounds really cruel and mean doesn't it whereas i don't mean that in a mean way but mm. sometimes the producers are not delicate with it oh no, <laughs> so you it can tell heavily, who's going home <laughs> it's like heavily forced it's like right, get that story out girl yeah i want you to say something that happened to you that was really traumatic so that talk about your dad just, yeah where's your mama gone i read this tweet the other day and it said um if um prince philip dies at least he got to experience bimini bamboo lashes performance in snatch game this week very true it was on the bbc mm -hmm. do you think he's got one of those tellies at his hospital bed where you've got to um top it the card up at the machine and swipe not. it to get the um <laughs> to get the channels going of course not why not he's probably got a 32 inch one where it was like you think Swing Prince Philip has a 32-inch. You think that somebody that inbred has a 32-inch. <laughs> TV, <laughs> TV. 32-inch forehead, maybe. TV, oh. That's really nasty. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it made me He's laugh because somebody was like, oh, why Why is, um, who's visited him? Prince Charles. Prince why is Charles. Prince Charles allowed to go visit Prince Philip? Um, like, the NHS are struggling, all that, all that jazz. We know the drill. And um, of course. they were like, well, Prince Philip's probably in a private hospital. And everyone was like, yeah, a, a hospital that we're paying for. <laughs> mm. I also think, I mean, like you are technically, I think you are allowed to visit someone who's dying. Yeah, I, I think don't so. know if that's right. No, so, you are. Um, oh, fair enough. And let's be that. honest, they say that he's just there as a precaution, but he's obviously on his way out, isn't he? He's 99. Yeah. I mean, how can you um, look after somebody that's already dead? And that's, I was going to say that's not as being insensitive. That's just like, has like, you know, he's, he's gone to see his dying dad, like to say goodbye probably. But then. He's gone to see his dad's hologram. He's gone to see the hologram of his dad. Yeah. That's really insensitive. I do apologize. Yes. Well, we've, we've said worse. I really Today. apologize, Philip. Hashtag abolish the monarchy. But, you know. I know. So I think hopefully that helped, Ellen. And um, anyone else who wants our advice, please get in touch. You can email us at my two cents pod or do it over on the Instagram. One hundred p. We'll be right back after a juicy, refreshing, relieving, juicy piss, piss break. 
If this podcast still isn't quenching your thirst, then grab a straw and slurp up all the content over on Instagram and Twitter at MyTwoCentsPod. And don't forget to use the hashtag MyTwoCents if you'd like to interact with us or anyone else listening to the podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. We want your agony out letters, so send them to us anonymously via Instagram, email us at mytwocentspod at gmail.com or slide right into our DMs on Twitter. If you want your submission read out on the podcast, we'll do our best to give our two cents. And we're back. Wow, we're back. Well, hello. Well, oh, hello. Dear. What new flavour will you be working into your week? Despair. Besides stress, what are you both going to be doing more of this week? Um, relaxing, I think. Relaxing yeah. and acting yeah. all cool. Just, just shooting some people outside of the pool. <laughs> I really wanted to share that I got um I got a delivery today of a package that I was very excited about. It's really <gasps> it, it's really tiny. Can you unbox it for us? Unbox it, box it, box. Um, unboxing the package. So there's nothing more annoying than when you have a gorgy amount of candles and your candle lighter runs out and you have to buy <gasps> another one oh, yes Disposable. yes yeah well, i discovered this well well i've just been filling up bottles of petrol <laughs> and lighting matches and boy does it work um Kerosene. i discovered that you can get a usb charged candle <gasps> lighter what oh my the gosh. fuck so it's like a little charge of like heated electric or whatever it is. I don't really know. I'm not a scientist, but like if I turn it on, I'm turning it on for the listeners. Can you give um, us? Can you actually light the candle and show us it work? Uh, yeah, I've got a. I've got a. Huh, funnily enough, I've got a delicious Yankee candle. Oh my so, god! What does it taste yeah. like? Yeah. What what flavor? <laughs> what flavor? It's actually what? Christmas cookie. Oh, oh nice. So, Do you know? Not only are they delicious tasting, you can oh. also use it as hand soap. Oh, can you? <laughs> You can also eat it and it tastes like a cookie. Yeah. Um, so you just Skinny. like, when you press it, it like has... <gasps> like, oh my God. It's like fucking out of like a Marvel film or something. Oh my God, you actually just, you literally just bought me. a taser. I actually did buy a taser. I'm so excited. I'm going to take this out. Um, and <laughs> no, like, we're not. It's no, like, no, you're not. <laughs> it's like bendy, flexy, flexible, late. So you're not mm. like burning yourself. So you can get um, two in the pink and one in the... Oh my clink what? yeah like, two two in the pink one in the ice rink oh my god that was very aggressive hold what on did it actually never, i've never used it before hold on can you see it yeah i can oh sorry can I, hope it, I hope it Go works on. i've Go seen on. fag lighters like this oh my god <gasps> oh, oh my god look at that that's beautiful that. that's actually <laughs> really genius see that i'm gonna go off no no no, no. Nah, no, wouldn't. Fine. Look, uh, blowing candles out doesn't. Anyway, I I only recently discovered a few weeks ago as well. You know, Yankee candles. Mm. You know, well, not all, not just Yankee candles, but the actual lid thing. If you just put it on top, it gets rid of the flame goes out. And you don't get any smoke, yeah. And you don't get smoke. Who knew that you needed oxygen to make a flame? I used to be really scared of the Benson burners in school. I would never go near them. Me too. And I hate, and you know, when they do that thing where they'd like, um, someone would hold a bubble and they'd light the bubble and it'd go up in flames because it was yeah. filled with, it was filled with farts or whatever they used to do. Yeah. Honestly, I used to hate that. I used to hate watching it or they would do it on the ceiling and they'd like pop it. And then, oh my God, don't, don't electrocute yourself. <laughs> That's me. <making> <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, I put it on my tongue. And it oh. was delicious. <laughs> oh, fried tongue! My nan used to eat tongue, you know. Not in, not in I like. Don't, a, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Not in like a dirty way, but like you. Um, it's. I don't know what animal, but you. You can buy it in Morrison's. Hang on, in Asda. Let me find That's out. So let me go on Asda website and type in groceries. Um, tongue. Can you also type in ingrown hair. I've got some questions. Yeah. <laughs> Just into wiki how. Um, yeah, so pork tongue in a packet, like fresh from the, the Asta butchers, or princess lunch tongue in a tin, or princes, sorry, not princess. <laughs> You're trying to make everything gay. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> I know it's it's like really it's dog shit trash, but Prince's ham in the tin. If you like, it's really nice in a sandwich with ketchup. That's so minging and everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid that's, that sounds vile, Ash. Not gonna lie. I'm afraid that's disgusting and everything. Is that what you have for lunch? <laughs> Don't insult me. <laughs> what are we going to be doing less of this week? Um, uh, crying at night. Crying yeah, myself definitely. to sleep. Yeah, I definitely feel like I'm going to cry a lot less this week. I can, you know, you can feel the tides turn. I woke up yesterday morning feeling a million times better check my horoscope and it quite literally said um like congratulations mercury is no longer in retrograde and i was like if you don't believe in horoscopes my mood would convince you otherwise because that was honestly the timing of that was fucking divine Mm. i feel like (laughs) (laughs) just that pause i mean no, I've got nothing to say about that. Never thing. Never thing. What will I be doing more of? Oh no, we're, what are we doing? Like, I'm way behind mm. on this chat. <laughs> oh, come on, Ash, get with what the times. <laughs> what are you going to do less of this week? Less of um, eating. Hopefully, I eat way too much. <laughs> I'm eating all around the towns and everything. And everything. And everything. Meeting myself out of house and home and everything. Meeting myself out of house and home. Um. Ryan surprised me with a McDonald's breakfast yesterday, which was quite nice. That's so gorge. Um, Love he, got that. A, he got a Just Eat voucher from work. Did somebody so say gorge. Just Eat? Yeah. Oh Did God. somebody say Just Eat? Or I say Just Queef. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody say Just Queef? <laughs> I mean, honestly. Actually, no, if... don't don't um, cut out the Just Eat just in case YouTube might copyright. <laughs> Only the crumbliest, flakiest chocolate. <laughs> Shall we say goodbye? Yeah, yeah, let's say goodbye. Thanks, juicy bye. listeners. Bye, honeys. Bye, big bye. juicy titty ladies. <laughs> bye, <y'all. laughs> bye. I want to make that my thing. Bye. Love you all. See you at the end. <laughs>